Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Uh, we've got another gun gripe episode for you today. And I definitely want to give a special thanks to Sonorian Desert Institute for allowing us to continue to give you these gun gripes unfiltered, undulterated, uncensored, mm -hmm. straight out of our little hearts and minds. They're a great bunch of people. They offer some wonderful programs, reloading, gunsmithing, firearms technology for higher education. They're the go-to people. You know, if you guys have unused GI Bill or any of that type of money, you know, they accept, you know, GI funds. So if you guys want to use the GI Bill, it's a great way to use your GI Bill if you're unsure what you want to use it for. Great group of people to look into. Um, so today we're going to be talking about something that was passed on to me uh, from GOA, and we'd like to discuss it a bit. And this is a this has some far-reaching implications, and I believe can be a pretty important thing to set some important precedents for moving forward uh, with NFA. Gun Owners of America literally is looking to challenge NFA in Supreme Court. All right, a lot of folks have been asking over the years, you know, hey, when are we going to see this type of thing uh, come full circle? You know, when, <clears throat> when are these gun groups, these gun advocacy groups, when are they going to actually challenge the NFA and let's just say repeal the NFA? That's the thing that gets thrown around. Let's repeal the NFA. Well, maybe not be able to repeal it, but maybe illegitimize it like a little, you know, redheaded stepchild or whatever you want to say. You know, so this uh, case here involves Jeremy Kettler, a disabled combat veteran who has been convicted for violating the NFA. So I'm going to let Chad fill you in. He's got another article pulled up with some more of the details, but it's some far-reaching things, and it has some pretty considerable implications we want to discuss a bit. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with the NFA, that's the National Firearms Act that was implemented in 1934. Uh, it regulated the interstate commerce and transfer and such and use of uh, machine guns, short-barreled rifles, short-barreled shotguns, silencers or suppressors, um, you know, implemented a $200 tax on those items, which at the time in 34 was basically uh, making it a luxury tax. So no Joe Blow, regular American, could ever afford that. So they effect effectively they banned those, those types of arms. Uh, fast forward to today, NFA is very popular, but it is still a, it considered an unconstitutional process, which it is, that you have to go through to own a firearm that is really no different than anything else that's out there on the market. So anyways, that's a little history lesson for you. So the, um, the uh, deal in Kansas was, it, it, there was a state law that was passed that said that Kansas is not going to enforce um, federal law when it comes to suppressor ownership, manufacture, transfer, and such within the borders of the state of Kansas. Um, Jeremy Kettler and Shane Cox are the two individuals in question here that were federally prosecuted for NFA violations. Uh, Shane was the owner, I believe, of the establishment that manufactured the suppressor, and then Jeremy bought the suppressor uh, with no paperwork, no bullcrap, anything like that, following state law. Well, the feds came in and they said, oh, nope, sorry, you know, we gotta take that and you're under arrest and so are you. So now the GOA is um, funding the battle for these two guys and they are taking it up to the Supreme Court and they are fighting against the NFA. So this does, like Eric said, have very wide-ranging implications um, for the future of the NFA. I mean, w the Supreme Court could deem that the NFA is unconstitutional and then there, there it is, it's gone. Or it could go any other way, but they are, they are fighting this and they're mainly fighting it for these two individuals' rights. I mean, states' rights are what they are. 
Yes. You know, states' rights are the ultimate rights. Where you live, federal law can be whatever, okay? But states' rights is, is the ultimate end-all, do-all. It's an argument that always gets pushed into respectable corners depending on what side of the argument they happen to be on. Well, the anti-gunners always say, oh, well, it's my state's right to do this, do that. So if we want to have a statewide, I don't know, <clears throat> assault weapons ban, or we want to, you know, deprive you of your rights in, at a state level, we, we should be able to do that. Uh -huh. See, it's okay for them to paint it with that brush yeah. when it benefits their, uh, you know, what they want to do, you know, their, uh, whatever you call it, their... Well, uh, <laughs> What they're trying to do, all, they, of, all of their bullcrap. They can deprive you of rights, but when you try to get your rights back at a state level, then they screw you. Well, right. Correct. But that argument also gets thrown into the corner of, oh, well, when, when state states' rights involve something that's beneficial to a gun owner, oh, no, no, we can't have that. They want to step in and they want to intervene. They want, you know, they want to call it what, you know... Mm -hmm. It's so mm -hmm. messed up when you think about it that... You know, it yep. really is a screwed up thing. But basically, you can go on GOA and you can you can contribute to the case directly mm -hmm. on GOA's website. And there's also a petition that you can sign for Kettler as well. So I would I would certainly you know suggest everybody go over there and sign the petition. And I will say something just on a side note about Kettler being a veteran. I mean, the thing is, you go over there and you fight for your country, and you feel like you you know. You've done the best you can to do to honor your oath and do what you can do for your country, and then you come home and you feel like you're you feel like your country's turning your back on you, and you feel like you're trying to do the right thing. You're doing what you feel is in accordance with the law of your state. You're trying to be a law-abiding person, and then your country just basically takes a dump on you. And not only that, but at a na a national level. Uh, folks in, in various situations always want to, you know, take a dump on gun owners preemptively for no reason. So uh, I don't know if Kepler's watching this or not, but Jeremy, just know that there's a lot more of us uh, that supports you than you think. A lot of your fellow countrymen understand where you're coming from, and we would never want to take your rights away <clears throat> from you. We would never want to, you know, put you in jail or, or, or make you have, you know, some form of a felony on your record. As far as I know, all right, GOA was able to get the criminal charges dropped uh, for Jeremy. However, Jeremy still has a felony on his record, and they are trying to basically, uh, you know, challenge the legitimacy of NFA in this particular case and mm -hmm. hopefully get the felony expunged mm -hmm. and get Jeremy's rights restored. Because even though they've dropped criminal charges, he still has a felony mm -hmm. on it, so he can't technically buy a firearm being a felon. And mm -hmm. I find that to be a horrible thing. Someone goes over there and fights for their country, and they feel like their country turns their back on them, and you get in trouble over something really dumb that shouldn't even be uh, an issue to begin with. Mm -hmm. That really hits me in the feels. Because yep. I can't imagine my countrymen turning their back on me. I would never sell out my countrymen. I would never do anything to hurt my fellow man, and it, and, unless, well, obviously, unless there's some jerk that deserves it, but it, it, I can understand how you must feel right now, Jeremy, and just know that your country supports you, and there's a lot more of us than you think <clears throat> that support you, and, and we're doing everything we can to help, and I, I just want you to know that. So um, this is uh, kind of the original article back from October of 2018. Uh, the men challenged the constitutionality of the National Firearms Act you know, after the prosecution, alleging that it is invalid exercise of congressional power and an invasion of the Second Amendment right to bear arms. 
Uh, they also challenged the lower court's ruling that their reliance on the state law provided no defense to federal charges. That's a bunch of bullcrap. Um, let's see. This has serious implications. Yep. Um, separately, Kettler argued further that his prosecution resulted from the dispute between Kansas and the federal government over Kansas law, not an individual dispute. Um, the appeals court panel uh, rejected all the defense arguments in a 47-page decision. It concluded that federal gun law falls within uh, Congress's power to tax, or the federal gun law, meaning the uh, NFA itself, falls within Congress's power to tax. Uh, the court also noted that the men's reliance on the state mitigated their sentences uh, let's see, if not their guilt. Um, it noted the district court took their mistaken reliance on the state law into consideration when it sentenced them to probation. Um, and then over here, uh, let's see. <clears throat> that I agree, I disagree with that mm -hmm. because the thing is, you knew you were buying the suppressor. Well, you know that that crap has to be registered. I mean, from a from a federal standpoint, what person worth their salt doesn't know that well, suppressors are a commonly registered item? They are, but if your state says, like, hey, we're not going to enforce this law and any, any item manufactured... And in, I'm not suggesting oh, no. I approve no, no, no. of what happened. I certainly but, don't. I mean, it... But let's not be coy it, here. Look, it does, honestly... To me, it raises a little bit of a red flag, yes. Okay, it's like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. You know, maybe we'll... Maybe but if your state says you can have it then you should be able to have it. If the I, state says if it's made in Kansas and it stays in Kansas, then screw the feds, then that should be the case, and the feds shouldn't be able to mess with you. States' rights. Right. I, I would have been, personally, I would have been a little more cautious with that, but, you know, it's just, it's a constitutional thing. It's like, oh, okay, well, cool. Agreed. Well, I can buy it. And all God, this, all certainly this... Certainly not saying I, I support what all happened. All this trouble... I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. All this trouble over a little tube of metal with... Little stacks All this trouble over something that shouldn't even be something to begin with anyway, and that's what's so screwed up about it, um, is that it shouldn't even be there a was, problem. There was something funny that I read in this earlier. Um, oh, here we go. This, 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 we're kind of jumping around here, but you, we'll, we'll put a link in the description box below to these articles. It's so a lot to go read. over. Just make sure you read it so over. So this is what I think is funny. This is, this is very ironic, actually. All right, uh, Jeremy's petition challenges the Tenth Circuit's absurd holding that the Second Amendment only applies to bearable arms, but not firearms accessories such as su suppressors. Under the letter of the law, a suppressor is a firearm. Under the letter of the law, a suppressor is treated, transferred, and it is regulated just like a firearm with the addition of a $200 tax and registration required for purchase on the federal level. So that's an interesting point. It is treated as a firearm. It is a firearm. So at what point do you say, oh, well, the Second Amendment doesn't apply to accessories? If it goes on a gun, guess what? It's covered. Sorry for you. All right. Um, let's see. The, the petition points out that the Second, Third, Seventh, and Ninth Circuits, these are all other courts you know, in the country, um, have all concluded that the Second Amendment extends beyond actual firearms to ammunition, magazines, the ability to purchase firearms in gun stores, and the right to practice at shooting ranges. Um, let's see. Let's see. Finally, Jeremy's petition argues that if the Supreme Court continues to uphold the NFA as a tax, then it is allowing Congress to impose a tax on a constitutionally protected right, something which the Supreme Court has long said to be unconstitutional. Then, those, is that even a thing? Those are the grounds for this litigation here. Boom. Done. Interesting. So, very interesting. Far-reaching implications. This will be 
very, very interesting to follow in, in the coming months, I mean years, because look, when stuff goes to the Supreme Court, guys, it takes a long time to get there. I and mean, lots and lots of money. Absolutely, but this is the first step of this process. Very, very interesting. I read this the other day, but there's a few things that you're kind of set in like literally right now. Just, you know, sometimes your brain just ain't working right, but very, very cool. If, if you go on there and look for the GOA petition, make sure you sign it. I'm, I'm assuming <clears throat> they mean a, not Kettler's uh, petition specifically, but I'm assuming it is a petition you it's, can sign. It, it's a petition to get this before the Supreme Court. Make sure you sign so, it, guys. Just to make sure there's enough public support. And if you've got a few bucks to spare, guys, support GOA. They are fi this fight is going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time. They need all the help they can get. I know I'm going to be supporting them as much as I physically can and, and can financially. Um, guys, thanks for watching today's video. We really, really appreciate all of you. Um, all of our viewers mean the world to us. And uh, Jeremy, if you're listening, we're fighting for you as best we can. We're going to do everything in our power to put the word out, everything in our power physically, mentally, uh, to do what we can to clear your good name. You didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? If, if Kansas says you can do it, then you should be able to do it. States' rights are a, a hot topic. A lot of people don't really, I believe, fully understand how far-reaching this, this could be. This could be the breadcrumb we need to lead us to getting rid of the NFA. Mm -hmm. it's, a small, it's a series of, of cuts. Just like they try to chip away at our rights one little paper cut at a time, this is a tiny chipping away of a very large and corrupt block mm -hmm that has taken years to make, and it is frozen solid, and it's going to take a long time to break it apart. And this is the first step of that process. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Guys, Absolutely. thanks for watching today's video. We really appreciate all of our viewers. Have yourselves a great day. We'll see you next time. Many more videos on the way. See you guys.